everyone, Steven Jesse here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully y'all can hear me this time on the intro. I know that cut out last time, but um, yeah, welcome to another live chat. Um, I'm looking at the looking at the chat right now. Some interesting stuff uh, flowing through already. Ooh, fun. Nice. I don't know. Uh, I, you should. Sh oh, you hid that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sid, 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 if you if you send a super chat with that same message, we'll allow it. How about I'll that? I'll read it out loud. How about that? Um, welcome everyone. This is going to be an AEW uh, full gear prediction show. I'm Stephen Jensen here as always with Jesse Davin, and as always, super chats and donations are going to be super important this episode, mainly because we're going to go from the pre-show through the main event, and if you want your you know, your questions answered, if you want your predictions out there, if there's anything at all you want us to talk about, even if it's not AEW related, if you send a super chat or a, don a donation, which the link is in the description, then uh, we'll make sure to uh, address that for you, you know, 100% right here on the air and give you, try to give you your money's worth the best that we can. Um, of course. Yes. Before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, <clears throat> to James Vanderbeek on Twitter, the dude who's like, always putting funny stuff out there and trolling people. He made this shirt and I like I had to buy it. It's a WCW Mall Brawl shirt, oh, nice. which is, you know, basically it's a play on words with Mall Rats, one of my favorite movies of all time. Um and I even have the like the blueprints for the movie. Like that's all like movie. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge huge fan. So I went ahead and bought this. Felt like I had to. Very very clever idea. I'm a huge WCW fan. I'm a huge Mall Rats fan. So Wanted to throw that out there. Jesse, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, obviously, I think like everyone else, been kind of distracted with some uh, big old news. But uh, trying not to let that stress me out. Trying not to hate anyone or anything. Just being respectful and kind to everyone. Doing my part, my extra part to kind of spread a little kindness. Goes a long way. So, um, just sending um, everyone there, everyone out there, love. No matter who you voted for, if you didn't vote, if you don't live in this country, and if you don't care, I still love you anyway. Um, but yeah, we will not be talking politics today. Just to let anybody know, this is, that is not our plate. Well, I mean, I guess it is kind of core citizens, but it's not what we want to talk about. We want to distract everyone. We want to distract everyone from. Oh, okay. She's already into Christmas stuff right now, so she's like letting me know everything. Same, that she wants. same. I I, and I get it. I, in December, so. Oh, you get hit with the double whammy. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, but yeah. So hopefully this will be a good distraction for everyone because that's kind of what we want. We just want everyone to feel happy and chill and relax a little bit. I'm excited for full gear. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I just want to show this shirt off one more time. I'm going to try to get myself a screen cap of this to send the guy. You want me to do it? I can do it right now. Ready? Say cheese. Okay, I got it. Awesome. That's Thank not a very good picture of me. <coughs> oh, well. <laughs> do you want to redo it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, let's redo it. Hey, can you can you do it? Because you're really quick with that. If you can screen. Do you know who I'm talking about on Twitter? Can you tag him? Can you post it and tag him? I'll send you yeah, his Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Okay. Got it. There we go. Okay. Got there him. Go. Um, the only thing I'll say about politics, y'all, the only thing at all, is I live in Fulton County, Georgia, which is going to, like, determine the entire thing. So I think that is just crazy. 
Well, George is going to determine, like, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, George is, I, I really fully uh, believe Trump was going to take Georgia, like, before the election. Like, I thought it was going to be yeah. a complete blowout. Um, and it's wild, like, they keep coming, they keep talking about my, Fulton County. Isn't that keep, weird? It's like, Fulton County's going to, and I'm sitting here like, regardless of who I voted for, who I didn't vote for, if I or if I voted at all, Nobody put it on me who wants to be the president. It was not completely up Usually to me. Usually it's on me. I'm in Florida. <laughs> I'm hanging Chadville over here. <laughs> true. Very true. But, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I hope everyone just chillaxes. And... What did I do? I just did something. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm slacking today on cropping. There we go. No, you're good. We're good. This is going to be a chill show, y'all. I'm actually yeah, going are... to pop a mango uh, truly right now, as a matter of fact. We'll chill out oh i was like i think said true leave which is the medical marijuana dispensary that i go to well, oh no obviously you don't even have medical but, marijuana here oh it's just completely illegal still why is it not letting me crop this maybe it did i don't know if not i could always uh, do it afterwards like no it should let me oh just... wait duh i forgot to hit done i forgot <laughs> are you in photoshop or right no, on your I computer just... Screen cap. I just screen capped it. Use a and uh, an i or MacBook or whatever Apple product or is it a? Yeah, it's an Apple yeah. product. So it was like kind of like on your phone. You take a screen from your phone. Yeah, phone. that's so convenient because I use a PC still. Um, because like it works really really well for my video editing. Yeah, but but the the problem. Well, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> but but for screen captures, it sucks because like I can. I can capture the screen, but then I have to put it into the Photoshop to, like, crop the image how I want it and stuff. It isn't just, like, taking a screenshot and editing it like a phone. I have to do, like, a whole... I have to open up programs, and it's a whole thing. Uh, all right. Sweet. Well, this has okay, been a good I'll intro to the show. Are you yeah. going to send it to me? Okay, perfect. And then I'll uh, I'll post it. Because I'll, I'll, I'm going to put a link for the show also on it. Okay. My daughter's microphone is glitching. If you can DM um, it to me, that'd be the easiest. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do right now. Sweet. Oh my god, I have so many unread DMs. Oh my god. <laughs> I can only imagine. I don't even go in there. Onlyfans.com slash this is a Buckeye if you want to DM me. Because I got a thousand unread ones. Uh, let's see if this is it. That's not it. That's not it. And keep the questions coming, y'all. I'm seeing everything in the chat. This is all, all these things are things we're going to be talking about um, yeah, throughout the. Yeah, we're going to get there. Okay. I guess we should probably start before we get people mad because they want to be. Okay. I think I sent it. Ding dong. Okay. Perfect. There it is. Huh. Okay. Great picture. I should send you the other one. It was bad like this. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ethan Klein. I know. Uh, let's see. I'll be yeah, done with that um, in just a second, y'all. Yeah, Sorry. Good. While you're doing that, um, just to let you guys know again, um, if you guys want to super chat your predictions while we're talking about, we will be more than happy to like interrupt what we're saying. And you need a. Sorry about that, y'all. No, maybe for your birthday. Um, so super chats really help, and we also do have like a. <laughs> Streamlabs tip link in the description of the video as well. You can go through there. We have like Easter eggs and stuff like that for different number amounts for that relate to wrestling. So that's cool too. Obviously, there's no pressure to do that. We completely understand. 
but it does really help us out because sometimes these videos do get demonetized because wrestling is like a very it's on the uh, the cusp of what mon like advertiser friendly apparently so we try to be advertiser friendly but sometimes it doesn't work out so that does help us out but anyways even if you can't we love our chat keep chatting give this video a like share it tell your friends tell your mom tell your dad tell your brother your sister your cousin your aunt uncle everyone non-relatives <laughs> adopt relatives half sisters yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> Mom, bro. I'm, I'm so bad at uh, tweeting while, or while I'm doing this, y'all. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, Just got started. Really a lot of people talking about Sting in the chat. Dude, I could definitely see Sting and Darby Allen being a thing. Ooh. That would be spicy. I would like that. Sting kind of like passing the torch to Darby Allen. I could get down with that. Yeah, um, because, like, Cody has talked about that also, like, how he sees, uh, like, Darby Allen as being, like, a young Sting and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, and Cody really likes Sting as well. And they, uh, I do know that WWE stopped selling Sting merchandise, I believe, and, like, removed him from the page, like, the WWE page or whatever. Which, you know, just could be, like, kind of like the Brock Lesnar thing, the whole contract thing. But, I mean, that would be a pretty big reveal for Full Gear. I think, it'd be, yeah, the only the only thing that sucks about, like, this entire time frame with, all, with the debuts and stuff is, the is of course, the, like, the no fans and all. I mean, they're doing some fans, at least. Yeah, some fans, yeah. Um, why does it not let me save the damn image? That's so annoying. I'll just have to do it afterwards. That's so annoying. Why won't let me save this as just a JPEG? Uh, oh, this is riveting stuff, guys. Um, My daughter's already like, can you guys just be done? Like, oh. <laughs> I'll deal with the picture afterwards for the replay. Look right. it. All right, so let's talk about this, y'all. Um, do it throwbacks in the house what's up man welcome back and dylan i made dylan a mod too so oh good yeah well deserved yeah. <laughs> yes um, so dylan if you're still in the chat you did a little blue wrench too yes girl she's like i'm not sure all right so uh so let's let's just get into this i'm gonna pull up the full gear card yeah we're gonna start with the pre-show and we're just gonna go up through the list so once again just let us know in the chat who do you think is gonna win and lose these matches if you have any other swerves or debuts or anything you think might be happening let us know if you say it in the chat like we're paying attention to the chat don't worry but if you yeah. super chat it we will like you know pop up on the screen we'll make sure we talk about it all right so Starting off, we got Allison Kay and Serena D. This is going to be for the National Wrestling Alliance Women's Championship that Serena D recently Ooh. won from Thunder Rosa. Shout out to Thunder Rosa, who has uh, been doing some training with our friend Jamie Kilstein lately, yes. which is really cool. I plan on talking to Jamie tomorrow about that. Episode should be ready hopefully Saturday. So uh, we'll be talking about that. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this match uh, between Serena D and Allison Kay, and who do you think wins? I think it's actually going to be a really good match. I think they put it on the buy-in for a reason because they want people to kind of buy into the pay-per-view. I don't think it's like an insult. 
I really do. I like how they call the pre-show the buy-in, just because that's just what it is. <laughs> it's a buy-in, and especially because AEW. Yes, I swap. And because you know AEW doesn't have a network, you've got to pay good money. I think that they want to put a match on there that'll make people interested. And especially right now, with everything going on, they're going to want to drive some interest. I think that Serena Deeb wins. However, I do think that this will be a good match. I think it'll be fun. I am really, really happy that they signed her. They signed her, right? Yeah, Serena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was like, I was like, okay. I do remember that. That wasn't a fever dream. Um, I'm really happy with that signing. Did they sign Allison Kay yet? I'm not sure if they've signed her or not, but I would, <clears throat> I'd expect her to be signed. Cause, cause here's, would, yeah. here's something I want to bring up real quick. That's, that's kind of related to both WWE, WCW, WCW, um, <laughs> WWE, uh, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor and stuff. There's a lot of people getting signed off the indies right now. I can't say who is going where, but like I've known for a little while now. And it's one of those things where I hate being like, I know something you don't know. But I know of six wrestlers who are heading to the PC right now. Like, that that pretty much everyone knows. Um, so, there's a lot of people getting signed by the WWE right now. So, if AEW is smart and Allison K is consistently putting on consistently good performances, I think AEW needs to sign Allison K. And I also think they need to go onto the indies and sign wrestlers like Alley Cat um, and some others. Because there, there is some really good female talent out there that can really help that division. But I wanted to throw that out there. WWE just signed six yeah. wrestlers that I know of that are going to make a... It's going to be a big influx of talent going to the Performance Center. So, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. So, yeah. What, what's your... Do you think Serena's going to retain here? I do. I do. I think that... I think she needs to. I just think for the NWA Women's Championship, I think that, that just makes sense have her defended a few times and it's nice that she gets defended on a buy-in for a pay-per-view as well i think that's really good so, yeah i thought her match with uh, thunder rosa was really good too didn't she she had a match <laughs> yeah she did yeah it I was think, really good my pregnancy brain is in full swing so i will be fact checking myself <laughs> just periodically uh just because my brain's in shambles but yeah i thought that that match was really good I think AEW really needs to revamp their women's division. I think this is a great way to start doing that. I think it's a great match, and I'm really excited to see it, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I really like the relationship with the National Wrestling Alliance. I think it's smart for both companies. So smart, yeah. Yeah, because it's one of those things where, like, the NWA has also been good from what we know as far as, like, um, like, a good example would be James Storm, there was reports that James Storm was going to sign with the WWE before the pandemic and the NWA was let, let him out of his contract so he could do it. And like we saw Ricky Starks come from NWA straight over to AEW. Um, Eddie Kingston is kind of in the same boat. He was wrestling for NWA. Obviously he signed AEW and in a very, we're going to be talking about him a lot here in a minute. Um, there, so I also think it's one of those things where the NWA isn't going to stranglehold their talent if they have bigger and better opportunities. And I think that, and I think Thunder Rosa is kind of in that boat because it's like, I think that AEW is going to continue to use Thunder Rosa, whether she's signed to the NWA or not. Because here's the other thing, the NWA isn't running shows right now and they haven't, they haven't for like pretty much almost the whole year. Since, since the whole controversy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, so they've been they've been having a lot of their talent on these UWN primetime live shows that, that have been running these like these like mini pay per view events they've been doing. A lot of that talent's been wrestling there lately, but 
I think that anyone who's got an opportunity to wrestle for, for AEW or WWE, I think, especially AEW, I think they're going to have a really yeah. good relationship with them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to take Serena Deeb to retain also. And I think she's a great signing. For those of you who don't remember, Serena Deeb, a lot of us remember her from being a part of the Straight Edge Society with CM Punk like 10 years ago, shaved her head and like the whole deal. And she was a good wrestler then. Um, and now she's really, really good. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, I think it's going to be a really good match. Speaking of another match that I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, it was moved from the pre-show up to the main card. We have Orange Cassidy taking on John Silver. This is a match I remember seeing at Beyond Wrestling like Ooh. a couple years ago, this exact match. Um, they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to do, and I, I think Beyond Wrestling might have actually uploaded that for free to YouTube recently if anyone wants to check that, that match out. Um, Beyond Wrestling had a lot of really good Orange Cassidy stuff that I would, I, I would highly recommend on IWTV. Um, he was a two-time IWTV champion, as a matter of fact. But um, Orange Cassidy and John Silver, I think this match is going to be straight comedy. I mean, it's going to show a, the different side of Orange Cassidy that we've been seeing lately. Um, lately, we've been seeing the serious Orange Cassidy who's been going for championships. I think in this one, we're going to see a lot of John Silver mimicking Orange Cassidy and a lot of just a lot of comedy between the two. I think it'll be really good, and I fully expect Orange Cassidy to win. I mean, I don't think you go from from beating Jericho to like a draw with Cody to losing to John Silver. I just don't see that happening. Uh, but I think it'll be good. What do you think? I agree. I think it'll be really good. I think Orange Cassidy and John Silver are both incredibly talented wrestlers that can flip that switch from comedy to serious very, very well. I think that they're both incredibly talented. And I think a lot of people are probably really excited to see Orange Cassidy in this match, but I think a lot of people should be excited to see John Silver too. I think John Silver is incredibly talented. Uh, very, very good wrestler. So I think, like you said, it's interesting that you said it's going to be mostly comedy because I was thinking it may be serious, but you're kind of right. Um, I think it will kind of edge towards that comedy. Cause I, and I really think that Orange Cassidy kind of needs to get back to his roots a little bit with the comedy stuff, just because even though it's great to see him as a serious wrestler, like wrestling Jericho and, you know, getting title shots and everything like that, it's at the same time, it's, it's not exactly who he is. It's, it's nice to see every once in a while, but his, his true character, if it's Orange Cassidy purist, is comedy and laziness, and he hasn't been very lazy. He hasn't been very lazy lately, so. Exactly. I, in all honesty, yeah. I would I would have, um, after this pay-per-view, I'd have Orange Cassidy not wrestle again until, like, the next pay-per-view. Like, I would do. Yeah, just have him be lazy. Exactly. Like, because that's what got him over. Um, I think he, he's great at both, because that's the thing. He's, even for those of you who don't like, you can. It's pretty public knowledge I at this take point. I Charlotte to the bathroom really quick, so you keep talking. Yeah, no problem. I got the chat. I can I can go back and forth with for a second. Um, I I think that uh like even Orange Cassidy stuff in Chikara under other gimmicks, which y'all can look into if you want to find out who he was in in Chikara. Um, his wrestling has always been really really good. Um, JGZ, uh, welcome back to the chat, man. JGZ is in here all the time. Says I got to start watching MLW. I'd recommend it. Um, Mance Warner, who might still be their champion. I, I can't remember um, exactly where Mance lies right now. But I think Mance Warner is the has the most potential of anyone on the indies right now. I think that he's going to be a humongous deal wherever he winds up, whether it be WWE or AEW or even Impact Wrestling. I'm assuming AEW. But uh, I think Mance, not to put anyone else down, but I think Mance has, um, I mean, he's he's the best He's the most ready, TV ready um, guy on in the indies right now. And also in MLW, I would also recommend checking out Calvin Tankman because he. Oh, sorry, y'all. I don't know why that is being covered up. 
But I will fix that. What is it? Um, somebody just sent a donation uh, through. Oh, awesome. So probably was it Marty? It was Marty. I'll, I'll read that out awesome, in just a Marty, second for all. Thank you. Sent it through the Streamlabs. Thank you, Marty. You, you did. Thank you, Marty, very much. Um, but yeah, another guy. There's a lot of people to watch out for ML and MLW. I think Kevin Koo and Dominic Greeny of uh, Balances Forever is a really good tag team. I think that, uh, like I said, Calvin Tankman is gonna be a humongous star. So I really, uh, I really pay attention to him right now. Um, and Steven knows. Steven watches everything. So I do. It's my job. Fightful Select Weekender okay. podcast. I, I, I keep. But I even if I wasn't doing that show, like I, I love independent wrestling. Um, but anyway, yeah, MLW is a, is a really, really good company to keep your eyes on. And, um, and yeah, this match, Orange Cassidy, John Silver, I think we both got Orange Cassidy. We both think it'll be a good match. So, uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. What did Marty say? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yes. Marty with the super (laughs) chat says, keep up the good work. Enjoy the show. Hope Hangman cleans up on the cleaner. Ooh, Marty, that's been some fighting words. Thank you so much, Marty, for that super chat for whatever Streamlabs tips donation thing it really means a lot to us thank you so much it's really really good yes it really is and yeah I, we're gonna talk about that main event marty yes, we will so. absolutely talk about that and y'all i gotta don the uh, orange cassidy style shades right now it's starting to for y'all for those of you who don't know who probably think i look douchey wearing sunglasses inside everything behind me because it's like the weather's it's so good fun. it's yeah i have all my windows open behind me it's it's four large windows so like a few times a day the sun the way that the sun sets it just comes right into my eyes so <laughs> that, that's why we're sun, the sunglasses just so y'all know um <clears throat> but uh oh dylan with the super chat dylan 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 want to go ahead and read that jesse dylan thank you dylan new mod in the chat uh, says, I'm predicting that the inner circle turns on Jericho and make him a baby face and let MJF be the leader of the inner circle. I mentioned that in my review. Go check out his review, by the way, on his channel. There's a lot of cool stuff over there. Thank you so much, Dylan. Yeah, you know, that's actually, that's actually a really good prediction because it does seem like there is some animosity with the inner circle to Jericho. Right now. It really does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah, I... F- I actually I fully expect that exact scenario, Dylan. I just don't know if it's if it happens at full gear or not. But I think that is where the story I think that is where the story goes. I think eventually MJF either takes over the inner circle or the reason that the inner circle disbands. Because I also can't really imagine him and Sammy Guevara really coexisting because they're such natural enemies for each other. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe Sammy leaves the inner circle when MJF comes in. Cause I think Sammy's gonna be a really big baby face eventually. Um, you just kind of have to get over the hurdle of the outside the ring stuff that he dealt with. And also his very unlikable character, which is what he, which he does very well, you know? Yeah. But him almost killing. <laughs> yeah. Party. Yeah, exactly. But the, but, but the thing with someone like Sam Guevara is his, his in-ring ability is so insanely good that yeah. he'll be an even better baby face than a heel because he can go out there and do all the crazy yeah. stuff. The double outside dive on Dynamite was wild. Yeah, he's the man. Oh, he's very agile. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of. Yeah, it's it's on you for the prediction for this one first, oh, Jesse. Do you think oh, that? Uh, do you think Jer? Sorry, Jericho or uh, MJF 
who will have Wardlow in his corner. So MJF will have Wardlow. The inner circle theoretically should be backing Jericho. Um, but we have seen the, the little bit of ascension, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. Even last night we had, it was Ortiz and Sammy versus MJF and Wardlow because those are the two who really don't want MJF in the inner circle. Um, so yeah, what's your prediction for this one? I think MJF is going to join the inner circle. I think having Wardlow there seals the deal. I think Wardlow could outpower the inner circle single-handedly right now with the way that they've been kind of goofing. So I do think MJF wins. Chris Jericho doesn't need to win. He just doesn't. And I think that having him win would be kind of silly. It would kind of diminish MJF a little bit. Okay. She was just talking about Polly Pocket. Um, she was talking about what? Polly Pocket. Oh, I remember those. That's still around? Yeah, it's back. It's back. Okay. Better than ever. You know what else I heard is coming back? Creepy crawlers. Remember those? The the oven? I'm thinking about thinking about getting those yeah, I'm thinking about getting one for myself or asking for it for Christmas how cool would that be and I'm even better got a one of 32 like imagine yeah. imagine just be a Christmas opening creepy crawlers in front of my family and, and that would be great be like going back to 1996 I mean to be fair though that's pretty much what my Christmas looks like anyways because like I just ask for action figures and stuff like yeah anyways that's so off topic that's but no I'm, but New see oh yeah that makes sense we can talk about that um after the show a yeah, little bit um thanks uh, for thanks but, for getting me updated on that by the way you're dealing with some scary yeah, shit but like i yeah. i'm i'm glad like you're getting it handled but Thank don't you. don't don't think that i don't mind it's just not that i don't care it's just yeah, like no, no, there's only so much i can really say about that where i'm just like that's yeah, just, just crazy yeah. yeah yeah um but anyways i wish i had a wardlow in my corner um <laughs> <laughs> but I do really agree with Dylan's prediction. Like you said, though, Stephen, I really don't. I don't know if it happened at Full Gear because I do feel like AEW is really, really good about kind of perfectly, like spreading big events out. Like MJF being Jericho and joining the Inner Circle is a big enough event on its own. And I feel like the split needs to take a little bit of time. They need to coast this one out a few dynamites, maybe one. I don't know. But I feel like they could coast this one out a couple more dynamites and we'll really see because think about it Chris Jericho doesn't need inner circle he doesn't no I feel like MJF needs MJF now that his campaign I guess is over it's he needs kind of that backing with like a group because while he is a great heel and he's a good wrestler he's got some you know he's got some weaknesses he's got a few L's you know so and, and while he does have a campaign to run on so to speak with the fact that John Moxley is the band and all of that it would be nice to have people other than Wardlow in his corner especially a big group of people I think that it makes MJF even more intimidating than he already is because while he's great on the mic the physical backup is just makes it a little bit more special yeah and I, and, I, and like Dylan was saying I think that this is all going to be used as a vehicle to turn Jericho babyface like I think that that's where they're gonna eventually go with this and I'm totally fine with that um here's a question that I got for you who do you think I want to beat MJF like who do you think I think MJF should lose to three two 
Cassidy, I don't know. The answer is nobody. So it's it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> I don't. I, I MJF should not be. Just, he just shouldn't be losing any matches. Like he just needs to keep beating people. His only loss all year is to Moxley, and that one, the way they did it, made sense. Um, and Moxley's been built as just an, an awesome champion. So like, no shame there. But I don't think MJF. I I, I don't think I think MJF's next loss should be him losing the world championship like a year from now, like. Like some sort, like it's gonna be, or maybe even later than that. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see a full. I want to see him beat Jericho. I want to see whether it's the inner. I think what we'll probably get is MJF is gonna beat Jericho. However, it happens this weekend, and then we get a lot of really good stuff with MJF and Jericho teaming up. Whether it's a tag team or just like a, an alliance that helps, you know, uh, Jericho maybe get towards like the TNT title since he hasn't done that, and maybe helps MJF get towards the the world title again, or maybe the tag titles. They'll figure something out where AEW has been really good with the long-term stories for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, even if the story itself hasn't been the best always, like, uh, like I don't think the FTR versus Young Bucks build has been like what I would have done, but it's still something where they didn't just have the team come in and just do the match. Like there was a, a nice build yeah. for it. Um, in a lot of this stuff, Omega versus Hangman is a perfect example. Long-term stories. And I think that's what we're getting with MJF and Jericho. It's just going to, it's going to, it should take a minute. And I don't know exactly, because eventually MJF is going to turn on Wardlow. But like, does that mean he sides yeah. with the inner circle? Or Wardlow turn on MJF. Yeah, one, yeah, true. One of the one of those two scenarios will happen, and it will result in Wardlow becoming a babyface. And I think he has a lot of potential as a top babyface. Um, yeah. Another super chat, Ahmed. Thank you for joining again. Ahmed, welcome back. Yes. I'm glad to your faces. Yes, this has been great, Jess. If you want to read that one yes. out, thank you, Ahmed. Of course, Ahmed. Thank you so much. Long time no see. We missed you. Everything was built great for full gear except for Omega versus H. Missed you guys. Always good to catch you live. It's always good to have you live. So thank you so much. And yeah, I can kind of see how you would say that. Um, I feel like I feel like it's been built pretty well. I think the way they got there was a little predictable, if I'm gonna be critical. Sure. Uh, you know, I think I feel like the way that they got to this like match being official like this tournament like we all knew how it was gonna end up like we all knew even my husband was complaining he's like this is getting like they didn't yeah like they didn't need the tournament like they could have just done the match there's enough there to just do the match right yeah but i'm not complaining but yeah so i completely respect that opinion and i hope that at least i know um, the build probably wasn't good for you on that but i really hope that the match is good and it makes you happy so thank you again so much for the chat really means a lot Yes, thank you again, Ahmed. You, you rule, and um, and I'm with Jesse and you. Like it's, it's. I mean, the match itself is going to be awesome. I think we all can agree on that. But, but yeah, they didn't even need the tournament. Like, there's enough. They instead of doing the tournament, they could have just planted the seeds more and more for one of the two, like really turning on the other. But yeah, it'll it, we'll we'll see where it all goes. I do have faith in AEW's booking overall. So mm-hmm. me and so me and you are both. Excuse me. We're both taking MJF like over Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up, we got the AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida defending the title against Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Um, a couple things I want to say real quick. So we have um, Nyla Rose, who really hasn't done anything to like 
earned the title, but she has been the number one number one ranked woman for a while now. So it doesn't totally make no sense, but it's also like been there, done that. It kind of feels like. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: last night on Impact, on Impact, jeez, I'm getting all my <laughs> shows all screwed up. Last night on Dynamite, um, I think that it was the best night that Vicky and Nyla have had so far together since they've been on the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious how mm-hmm. Nyla just straight cucked Brandy after that match. Yes. I thought it was like, because Vicky was on the microphone like, oh, oh, uh, Red Velvet, so you can't win even with the help of the EVP of the company? Oh, that's too bad. Okay, Brandy, well, we have some real business to attend to, so y'all can yeah. get out of here. And then, they, and then they just left. Like, it wasn't like a fight or like a, this is like, it was like yeah. a, you're right, okay, we're out of here. And I was like, it, and, and it was a it, mic drop. It was, and it made, and it wasn't so much like the cucking of Brandy. It was, it made Vicky look the best she has looked since she's been in AEW. Like she looks like, yeah, like I, I, I love the she promo. Like a serious manager now. Well, not serious, but you know what I mean. Yes. No. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. And Vicky, or not Vicky. Uh, I loved how Jericho was on commentary, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I her ex husband was." uh you know one of my best friends and i know i know how crazy she can be you know what i mean because he's mm-hmm. talking about eddie yeah. you know so you get these cool little yeah. eddie draw any kind of name drops um i love that they're kind of like loosely keeping him a part of wrestling through just like bringing him up every now and then i, I think that's great because yeah, he deserves so awesome. it um but uh but yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I think Sheeta's gonna retain. I don't I don't know why you would put the belt back on Nyla because I thought her her initial title run or I you know I say initial her initial title run she wasn't the first champion but you know what I mean when she had the belt I thought it was a pretty yeah. weak weak title reign I don't I think everyone was pretty much clamoring for her to lose the belt and everyone was happy when she to beat her um so I don't know why you would go back to that and especially if you're gonna have people like Serena Deeb and Allison Kay and Thunder Rosa and you know these and others. I mean, Chris Satlander is going to be back soon, and and she has a lot of potential. Yeah. How long has she been out? Uh, it's been almost all year. She's been hurt. Um, I think she got hurt yeah, in a match with Nyla, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. this whole year feels like it's just. Yeah, Statlander's. Mm-hmm. And Statlander, yeah, she's really good. And and the thing with her, I'm not huge on intergender wrestling, but Statlander's really good at intergender wrestling. And in in 2020, that is a skill that I think is valuable in certain scenarios because you can say the same thing about like jordan grace and impact wrestling obviously the main example would be tessa blanchard but right now jordan grace like that's what she's doing and she's really good at at intergender and just against women and against men and trans and anything anything in between like she Mm -hmm. she can wrestle anyone of any gender and it's really good and it's really believable. Even though she's like a five foot three woman, she can wrestle Brian Cage and like it winds up being a good match. Right. But that's but that's how that's a testament to how good she is, is like she yeah. can wrestle someone like Brian Cage and it's like a good believable match, which is yeah. like not that a lot of people can do. Elite skill. Yes. Um yeah. and, and Satlander can do that kind of stuff. She actually defeated Orange Cassidy for the independent wrestling T V title and then he won it back right. from her, but um, but yeah, so I'm going to go with Hikaru Shida to retain the title. Who do you have? I am going to go ahead and say that Shida retains. And Ahmed, thank you so much for the super chat. I see it. We're going to get to it. I'm just trying to get this prediction. 
but thank you so much. We'll get right to it again. Thank you yes. so much. Appreciate it. Um, I, again, I, I completely agree with you. I think it was great for Vicky to go out there and just school Brandy like that. I thought she did the best mic work since she's been in AEW because let's be real, all she kind of does is get on there and go, excuse me, excuse me. And it's like, oh yeah, huh, Vicky, yeah, get it. And now it's kind of like, okay, we're, we're giving her manager character a little bit more depth, you know? We're giving her a little bit more of like a serious backing. It's not just Vicky being like annoying or whatever. And so I love that. But like you said, it is kind of interesting that Nyla just kind of shows back up. But that's what happens when you when you earn that number one contendership. You really, if she earned it, she don't, she's got it. She doesn't really have to do anything, really. That's what's great about being number one contender. You do the hard work, and then you get to sit back and wait for the best opportunity. And apparently, Nyla Rose thinks this is the best opportunity to have it. So I do. Well, I think she retains. I think this will be a really great match for Nyla Rose to get back onto the scene, make her way back to television, and become another force to reckon with. Yeah, I totally agree. We'll, we'll see where it all winds up going. Um, Ahmed with the Super Chat and Chanel with the Super Chat as Yay, well. We're going to get... up, her and her starlet, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's start with, uh, with Ahmed's Super Chat. It says, They're not heels nor baby faces. It's hard to be that excited for Paige and Omega. But you look at Mox, Eddie, FTR, and Box fully invested for sure. Um... So, but I do, to be fair though, Ahmed, I think that's part of what the intrigue of Omega versus Hangman is, is that they both are tweeners and you, and, and something's got to give eventually. Like one of the two has to, and, and the thing is that you really don't know who. Well, it looks, it, it looks more like, it looks more like Kenny, but here's, here's what I think is that eventually, like long-term, I don't know how they wind up getting here. I think eventually what we're going to get, I well, this kind of bleeds into the main event and my predictions and stuff. I'll talk about that a little bit. I will definitely get to what I was going to say. Um, but I think that them both being uh, tweeners, I think, actually helps the match. Um, because I because we could even see a, a turn during the match. You know, so they're now FTR and the Bucks, same scenario. It's the same scenario mm-hmm. for them. And, you're, and you say that you're invested in that. Um, which once again, I'm not judging. It's I, I'm invested in all of it. I think it's all great. But FTR and the Bucks yeah. have been positioned the same way. Where like FTR or the Bucks have been doing a lot of heelish stuff. It looks like they're kind of coming around and realizing like the error of their ways and stuff like that. But for the most part of the build, they've both been tweeners. Mox Eddie, Mox is Mox is definitely a baby face, but he he. He acts in his mannerisms. He's very heelish. He just wrestles bad guys. Um, Eddie is... It's funny because Eddie should be the babyface in this scenario based on the story. But because yeah. because of his delivery and the way that he can be such a snake in the grass on the microphone and with his winking to the camera and all that kind of stuff, he's the heel. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's all really, really uh, interesting stuff. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, do you think that them, like, any of these wrestling matches having basically, like, two tweeners, not really, like, a traditional heel and babyface, does that help, hurt, or anything as far as you're concerned? Um, in a way, I can see, I, I can definitely see Amish's point. I feel like, he, like he says, it's a pay-per-view. He, he must know. I mean, there's kind of, like, an unwritten rule um, about, can you please? 
fruits and vegetables, cool. I feel like in a traditional wrestling sense, you kind of want a, a solid. Oh, awesome. I want the corn. Uh, we got pictures of animals. Pictures of animals? Yeah. <laughs> um, I want that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do think that having a... Scarlet, can you just give me a minute, please? Yes, I want all of them. I think that having a solid, defined baby face and a heel does kind of make you... Okay, thank you. I'm going to read it on my own. I think that it does really help, kind of... I guess it helps in a sense like, make the storyline go further, but I don't think AEW needs that. I do, I do think it's kind of fun in a non-traditional wrestling sense because you never know which way someone's actually going to turn. Right. I don't feel like in this instance it's lazy booking. I feel like it's just complex booking, if that makes any sense. And um, Ahmed with another super chat says, I'm invested because FTR became the heels, fucks aren't. That's true. That's true. FTR are definitely the heels. And we did see last night kind of a baby face kind of rescuing of the Young Bucks last night when Kenny and Hangman Page both came out and helped them from getting mercilessly beaten in chairs. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, yeah. I think we covered that pretty well. And then Chanel... <laughs> With another super chat. Thank Chanel, you very much, Chanel. Thank you. Is that Chanel's picture? Is that what she really looks like? I don't know. Maybe. No, that's Ariana Grande. Oh, that's Ariana Grande. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at a monitor. No, I was like, that's like, that's pretty crazy. Like, I know, I have no, I have no idea what these people look like. You know, I, I don't think I that's Ahmed. Is that Cameron Grimes? I can't tell who's who Ahmed's. I, I'm looking at a screen like, that isn't very close anarchy. with sunglasses. By the way, like, I'm not. I don't have the best view. Sons of anarchy. Okay. It looks kind of like Cameron Grimes with this silly hat. Um. Anyway, Chanel, thank you. Thank you for the super chat. And hey, I like Ariana Grande's music. I actually do. I'll throw that out there. Um, Says, needed this video for the week I have had. I want Anna Jay to be the one to take the title from Sheeta. I also think AW should sign Amber Nova. So, love Anna Jay. I'm with you there all the way. Um, I'd be happy with her winning the championship. Uh, I think she's pretty good at wrestling and I think she's very attractive. So I'm all for it. And Amber Nova, same thing. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what Amber Nova is doing right now though, because she was with impact wrestling. She's on the Indies currently, but I don't know. She even did some stuff with WWE not that long ago. Um, I can't remember if it was like NXT or what, but, uh, but, uh, Tom Brady, it's Wait, not what? Tom Brady. No. Oh, messing oh, with Steven. Messing. Oh. Okay, I about to say, you got me. Um, but yeah, I think Amber Nova would be another good signing. I think you're right, Chanel. And that's, that's someone I rarely ever talk about, so I'm glad you brought her up. But yeah, I, I, don't, think she's, I don't think she's currently signed anywhere. I know she's recently done work with WWE. I know she was signed to Impact, uh, Just I want to say just a couple years ago. So, uh, so yeah, I could see her going to AEW. Any thoughts on uh, on Anna Jay, and if you have any thoughts on, I don't know if you've seen Amber Nova or not. I don't really have a lot to say about Amber Nova. I'm not too familiar with her, so I don't want to like say anything and just talk out of my booty because I don't. But I mean, if you guys are both interested in, in her and with her signing with AEW, I'm definitely interested now. Uh, I think Anna Jay would be a very cool one. I think that she does deserve some more uh, individual matches. I think she's incredibly talented. She's absolutely gorgeous. I love what they're doing with her. I feel like that wouldn't it be cool if like she became the one that like brought the dark order like 
together and became like the leader because she would be the one winning all the time. Wouldn't that be kind of like a? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Had you watched? Yeah. Being, did you watch Being the Elite at all? I haven't watched it like re recently. No, I didn't see it. So it's it's wild because like so the Dark Order has become just like a total comedy act, and yeah. and Stu Grayson is like the only one like kind of playing it straight. Yeah. As but but Anna J is he basically he just he simps hard for anna jay so it's like he he'll give his opinion and let it be known that he thinks all this dumb stuff's going on with the dark order and then when she's around and he and she tells him to do something he he just simps hard um so uh so it's interesting because like anna jay you can tell is in a position where it's like Brody lee runs the dark order but he's clearly i think Brody lee views anna jay as like his second in command uh, even over like Stu Grayson and Evil Uno and stuff. So I, I think I think Anna I think there is going to be more coming from Anna J with that story. I really do. Yeah, cool. Cool. Let me hear. Um, okay, cool. Well, I think that's caught up on the super chats. Feel free to yes. keep feel free to keep sending those, y'all. Yeah. We will we'll sit here for the next three hours uh, reading those out after <laughs> there. Yes. Um, up next we had, oh, hold on, Chanel has a follow up. Uh, she's actually not been signed anywhere she had a couple appearances in impact and i see steven i wish you i wish i was the ariana <laughs> well i mean everyone's beautiful you know what i mean i, I, mean, I just have, i just have no but i just have no idea what the any of y'all look, look like, like. So, I, so i like whether it's right or not i kind of like that picture is what i you know what i mean i don't have anything else to, yeah. to base off of um but uh wow so she wasn't even signed to impact but i, I do remember her wrestling there as you were saying she's had some appearances there and NXT. So I was right as far as where she's been, but I, yeah, I guess she's never actually been signed anywhere. She's another one. She's good looking and she's good in the ring. The, the good looking aspect isn't nearly as important. I want to make that clear, but like, it's a bonus. It's definitely a bonus. Like there are definitely people, sure. there's definitely people who aren't as good at wrestling as others that look really, really not even necessarily attractive. Like there's certain people that just fit certain roles. Like there's, there, there's, you know, it's the same as movies. Like, sometimes you just need, like, the funny fat guy. And, like, you gotta be the funny fat guy. Like, the funny skinny guy just isn't gonna work in that scenario. Like, you, there's, there's, it, that exists. You know what I mean? So I think that, uh, that's just all I'm gonna say there. Like, I think Anna Jay, she checks a lot of boxes, which I think is a really good yeah. thing. Yeah, she does. Um, up next we have Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. And, the elite deletion which i'm assuming will be like a cinematic oh yeah like the like the ultimate deletion and okay. all that stuff that's I'm... probably a better idea <laughs> probably i mean i'm totally i'm totally over this stuff but Me like too. um it's it's on you first for the prediction of who wins though who do you think takes this win in this well i mean i'm just assuming it's going to be cinematic i don't know that but um, who do you think wins? That would probably make me feel a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of over this too. They really, you know, the all out really, I mean, especially being there live, it definitely took the wind out of my sails a little bit. It was definitely really scary. I I really don't know who's going to win this. I want to say Matt Hardy, but I mean, Sir Sammy Guevara could really use a win. I mean, he got thrown through, but I mean, if it's a deletion match, it has to be Matt Hardy winning. Like you can't have Sammy Guevara deleting. You know. I um, mean, I yeah, I I see what you're saying, but like, I don't understand. Like, it just this is me personally because I feel like 
I feel like we're not alone in like being the only ones that feel like this has already been kind of played out this whole story and like especially what's been happening like the last match and this this whole feud has just been cursed i feel like this has to be the blow off and i just i it would i'm gonna be honest it would bother me as a hardcore fan of aw as somebody who like since before the company started like that's the background on my fucking phone you know what i mean like i yeah i love this call i would be highly disappointed if Matt Hardy wound up winning this feud over Sammy Guevara, like I think Sammy needs to That's win true. the blow off match. It ha- it has to be for something for him. But but I'm with That's you though, Jesse. Yeah. I get I get that too though. If this is like it's like a Matt Hardy type match, he should have the advantage. Whoa, so. hold on a second. The top fifty in the ratings consisted entirely of news shows. Well, Neither AEW or NXT charted. Yeah. I believe it. Wow. That's, that's, that makes sense this week. Um, yeah. But anyways, but yeah, you know what? I, I agree. Yeah, as a wrestling fan, I would want Sammy Guevara to win. I just want this to be over. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Hopefully it's hopefully it's, it's better than we're expecting. It should yeah. be creative. Well, especially if it is like a, a deletion cinematic type match. Because then it, at least, like you were saying, like they can kind of control control this a lot better. So yes, and I did see that Tony Khan has increased their concussion protocols and their safety protocols, which is good for them. Really good for them. They definitely learned their lesson after that. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that was a that what was the all out? Was that the show? Was that was out, a yeah. mess. Um, also, just randomly, I'm going to bring this up because I forgot to before and it, it's not like listed here or anything but um wanted to give a shout out to pack who looks like he's going to be coming back soon yes, and that yeah was a great video package it was so i'm interested to see where he winds up falling did he i can't remember the promo did he say who he was coming after or anything Ooh, i don't know i don't think I he did to, i don't think he did i think he was just talking about how he's been pent up getting buff <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's just been sitting in a room lifting weights. That's what, that's what, like, that was so great, though. I was, I was so happy. Yeah. Well, and he's going to have legitimate claim to to some pretty big stuff here soon, which th- it'll kind of tie into. Actually, which is, I'm going to do this because the rest are title matches. We're going to talk about Hangman and Omega right now because I think that, especially talking about um, Pac, I can see a scenario where we get, well, Okay, I'll just call it now. I think Kenny Omega is going to beat Hangman Page on this show. I'm going to take Omega for the win. That's my prediction. Yeah, me too. Um, I think that Omega is going to be the one to beat Moxley for the title. That's another one of my predictions. I think that Pac will be one of the first people to challenge Omega because they already have the history themselves. But I think eventually Hangman Page will be the one to take the belt off of Omega. And it's going to be a story. I think the story. I think the story is going to be that Hangman loses this match, and then realizes like what matters in his life, and like aligns himself with the right people, and like stops drinking, and the whole thing. And I think the ne- I think when Omega and Hangman have another match, it'll be for the title, and Hangman will be sober or whatever, and like he'll be taking it more seriously. And I think, and I think that's going to be like his big redemption and he'll win it from Kenny. 
is is my long term. We're talking like a year, year and a half out kind of stuff. But I think short term, I think Kenny Omega wins this match, and then I and then I guess at the next pay per view or whenever they wind up doing the the match, I think that Omega is going to be the one to beat Moxley for the title. What do you think? Oh, that's an interesting. I really like that. Uh, I do think that in the Kenny Omega Hangman Page match, I do think Kenny Omega wins. I think that it solidifies him as the cleaner. I think he's basically the cleaner. Kind of, I guess not fully the cleaner, not really, like just kind of the AW version of it or the new BAMP 2.0 version of the cleaner, whatever he wants to be. Kenny Omega is just a really fun heel. I feel like Hangman Page will probably go on a bender or do something. And like you said, I would really love it to be his like coming back story for him to win you know i think the honestly i think it'd be like a good message for like i don't know the public yeah well i'm not even necessarily saying he has to like go completely sober just every time you see him he's not gonna have a drink in his hand you know yeah yeah get it under control and learn to moderate and all that so i think that that would actually be really cool and i do think that hack should probably just go straight to the top because he is a top talent so I do see that would be really fun for Kenny Omega and Pac to be the first kind of challenging match. You think so? You think Kenny Omega's going to beat Moxley, correct? I think that he's going to be the one to take the title yeah. off him. I don't so, know. I don't know exactly when all this is going to happen because I also think yeah, Chanel a long time. and also Chanel brings up a really good point about Ooh, Pac going after yeah. Eddie Kingston. I could totally because they even use that in the video package. You're totally. So at the beginning of that video package last night, I noticed how it started with uh, Eddie being like, where's your British friend or whatever. And then it went into, yeah. so you know what? That's probably what we're going to get first. Chanel, that's, I think that's a really good call. We'll probably get Pac versus um, I, what, what, Eddie or other people in that stable and eventually wrestling Eddie. So I actually, I think that's where they go first, but I, but there is the built-in match between yeah. Omega and impact from their history also. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that's great because Mox and Omega both have match history as well. Yes. So, I, I completely agree. So yeah, so I think that that would be good. So that would be Pac or Pack or whatever is would be Kenny Omega's first challenger. I do really like that. I think that would be really really interesting. I think that'd be a lot of fun too, and I think it would be a great way to get pack quickly back to the top but like you said and like chanel said having him interfere with this um john moxley and eddie kingston match i do not i guess we can do predictions for that now as well i do not think eddie kingston wins I yeah think let's go right into so, it so yep. i am so excited for this match though because like of that promo last night that had me like wanting to run through a brick wall that was great just talking about your mom and just like, it, that sounds really silly, but it was just like, your mama promised me we were sitting at the dinner table. Like, just like, it was so visceral and real. And just the way that Eddie Kingston was like perfectly interrupting him. And like, they were just going back. It felt like a play. It felt like I was watching like dramatic theater. Yeah. It was. Just, like, ears. <laughs> but it was, it was so perfect because yeah. like, because they, the thing was they weren't allowed to, to, to fight each other. Or else the match is off. So there was they and they both know that, and neither of them want the match to be canceled. So they're saying whatever they want to say to each other, knowing the other 
isn't going to swing or else the whole thing's off. So Moxley's saying all this stuff. I think her name was Ruthie, I think. Your mom, yeah, Ruth. And yeah. it and it got to to um, Kingston so bad that he turned his back to him and wouldn't look at him while like those are just the little things where like no one else is doing this kind of just next level stuff like psychology right. wise like he turns away from him and he's literally like you were saying he's like kind of looking over his shoulder to respond but he won't even fully turn around because like he just can't even he's just so pissed about not being able to hit him. I mean, and then, and then Eddie also has to be the one to walk away first, too. Like, just basically yelling on his way out, saying, like, like you made me do this. You know it. Like, this is coming to you, blah, blah, blah. You know I can't hit you, so I'm out of here. You know, like, it was it was so... Pr- and then also Moxley's big thing being, like, you promised your mom that you could do this, and you're not going to be able to accomplish the goal. Like, and you, and you know it. It's going to kill you. Motivating him and insulting him simultaneously. Amazing amazing stuff so good it was awesome so i think that because i think you want with this match it's funny because i was thinking before the show i was thinking man how you know i don't know how i'm going to predict this because while i i, I know in my heart that john moxley's going to win and there's a part of me in my heart that wants if i guess my brain i know john moxley's going to win but in my heart i want eddie kingston to win just because it's his just incredible aura and his just presence on AEW since he just walked in, you know. I think that that would actually be a great way to still get John Moxley the win while not damaging or hurting Eddie Kingston in any way because I feel like it would still make him credible, if that makes any sense. It makes sense. I didn't, I'm just interested yeah. to see how they get around the I quit part of it because i can't imagine yeah. either of these guys saying i quit so what if, what if pa- pack or pock whatever what if he comes in just walks eddie kingston knocks him out and he goes he quits and just like drops him i mean it could be something like that i could see something like that maybe happening because that was the thing with their roman reigns and jay uso match from hell in a cell that was so yeah. good was jay wouldn't quit until jimmy was about to get Whoa. his ass kicked um and I don't think well, it's I'm like that with Eddie. They better not bring Ruthie in. Uh, yeah, that's the only person I think that they could possibly because I don't think he would quit for like the Butcher, the Blade, uh, or the Lucha Brothers. I don't think he like them yeah. getting beat up would make him quit. What if Pac has his mom? That could be good. That could be really good. And Sue comes in and <laughs> Sue versus Miss Kingston. Yes. Sue versus Ruthie. Book it. Oh my god war games um <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna take moxley to retain as well i think that it's gonna be i mean i expect it to just be incredible and these two guys are nuts like there there's could be some broken tables and shattered glass and potentially thumbtacks and barbed wire the whole deal i don't know what we're gonna get out of this what's that i'm so excited <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really good um but yeah we both got moxley retaining there Moving on, we got the big tag team showdown. FTR, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, taking on the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. If the Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the AEW World Titles again. I really hate, I hate that skip. stipulation. I know. I hate this skip. It just didn't need it. It just didn't no. need it. Because now, 
now I'm more likely to pick the Bucks because of it. Um, yeah. And I I wish that wasn't I the case. Before. I wasn't going to before, and now Me, I feel like I have to. Same. I was going to take FTR also, but I'm leaning Young Bucks because, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, unless, unless they wind up doing something where... I know Cody's got his name back, and they could always just be like, well, Cody Rhodes never said he couldn't challenge for the AEW he World Title. He just did in the presser. Oh, he said that he still can't challenge for Okay, I like that. I missed that. Okay, I like that he's still... So, I mean, the only thing I could see, potentially, with that kind of story, and with the Young Bucks also doing it, is maybe we get to a point where, like, the Young Bucks lose, they can't challenge for the titles. And then Kenny goes up against uh, Mox or whatever winds up happening and loses. And like, he adds that stipulation at some, sometime during the build. So like all of the elite are in that position and like maybe Hangman's the only one who's even able to challenge for a title still. And like, he's the one like some like big winner take all, like if Hangman wins the title, then everyone's eligible again or something like that. Or like, Ooh, yeah, I was going to say, why couldn't they just do a match with someone else saying, like, if we win, we get our chances back? Yeah, maybe something like that. I mean... Like, that would be, yeah. Because there's, no re- there's no reason to have these stipulations unless it's going to be some bigger it. story because... Yeah. Because it's hypothetically speaking, if... I mean, I know Cody's saying he's only going to wrestle another, like, five years or whatever, but I, I think he'll wrestle longer. And, and Matt and Nick... I think that Nick will outlast Matt just because of the age difference, but um, like I so I think Nick will have a singles run after Matt retires, but it's still going to be like a while from now, and 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 the that the reason I bring this up is because it is unrealistic to think that like ten years from now you're you're really saying like ten years from now the Young Bucks still are never going to be the AEW Tag Team Champions at any point because of this yeah. stipulation from this one match yeah. that the, the second year of their existence. Like, yeah. I just don't see it. Um, yeah. But maybe... Uh, I'm going to take FTR. You are? I'm going to take FTR in my predictions, yeah. I feel like that makes sense, doesn't it? It does. I'm going to take the Young Bucks just because the spice things up will make them spicy. I'm going to take the Young Bucks just because that's weird. Yeah. Why would you add it? It's got to make sense somewhere. It's AEW. I have faith. It's not like WWE where they like write it off. Yeah. Uh, it was added for a reason. I don't see them. Yeah, I just they gotta win, and then I sucks for FDR because I feel like they should win. But I'm just gonna go Young Bucks just to make spice things up. Just because it's it, it is messing with me so bad. I think that's what they want. Yeah. I mean, it could go either way. There's things they could do with either result. Um, I think the match itself, I mean, it's probably the match that's going to have the highest expectations of any match on the show, considering the talent involved. The fact that this is, realistically, this has been like a three-year build for this match. Um, Yeah, like, I still remember when all that was going on, when FTR was the NXT champions and the whole deal. And I remember Cody going on podcasts and, and basically defending the Young Bucks and being like, yeah, FTR, what they're doing is great, but like they're doing it like once a month on pay-per-view. Like the Young Bucks are out there doing it every night, you know, kind of. And so 
Uh, I mean, this is going to be really good, but I will take FTR. You're going with the Young Bucks. And either way, we're going to get a... I, I mean, we should get a really, really good match. The only the only issue this match could possibly have is if it doesn't, quote-unquote, live up to the hype. Because there's going to be really high expectations. There's a lot of pressure. There's a, a lot, lot of pressure on these guys to really deliver. You're right. A lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And last match we got here... AEW TNT Championship, Cody Rhodes defending the title against Darby Allen. This is a really hard one to call because I know. If see, this is also where the stipulations fuck with the story. Because if Cody was able to challenge for the world title, I would say Darby Allen here. Because it would give because, because Cody would have something else to kind of work towards. Um, that's the problem with the pigeonholing with these kind of stories is if they stick to the stipulation, there's nothing else for Cody to do, but this championship, like, this is like the biggest thing he can win. Like he could always do a tag team or something, but I don't think that's what he wants. And I don't think that's what the fans really want. And you know what I mean? It's just like, or he could be fighting for no belts, but like the belts have been made to be the most important things on the show, which they should be. Like that's the big difference between AEW and WWE, in my opinion, the belts in WWE don't matter in AEW. They're even Moxley or even, uh, uh, Kingston said it in his promo yesterday with Moxley. He was like, he's like, there's other championship belts. They just don't mean that much. Like the AEW title means the most of any of them. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's the truth. And, um, but that's the thing. So that's what makes me lean towards Cody is like, if he loses, then what? Like you go for the TNT title a third time. You can't go for the world title, but I think Darby Allen would be better suited with that title right now because of the potential matchups for it with like him and jungle boy, him and Sammy, him and MJF, uh, him. And I mean, you could bring up so many different people, um, even Hangman Page, if he like detours from like the world title mix to like the TNT title mix, Darby has. I mean, Cody, I think is the overall better wrestler. I I think Cody is probably the best overall talent AEW has. Like overall, between in ring promos, character arguments can be made for people like Kenny Omega and John Moxley and, and even Eddie Kingston and stuff. But I think Cody is the most just total package for television star that they have, and. I, I mean, and so I'm, I'm really torn on this because Darby also needs some big wins because he he really he really is valuable for their future and and he's gone the distance with Cody before or, or really close where he that almost beat God, him. Didn't it? Well, that was the one where uh, Darby and they might have uh, maybe Darby and Ma- I, I remember right for the fallen wasn't it? No, yeah. Well, the, the thing was the rematch that I'm thinking of where where Darby coffin dropped Cody and Cody just like rolled onto him like Darby basically pinned himself. Um, so, so yeah, this is just a really hard one to call. But they've they they have done Darby once or twice before. I feel yeah. like and and Cody has either not lost or won, but Darby has not beat him. This has got to be it. I'm going to go with Darby Allen to win the title on this one. I got to. Ooh, spicy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Darby too. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I do. I think Darby Allen gets this win. I mean, he's been sitting there up there watching. Very Sting-like, honestly. Yep. Up there in the rafters scouting. 
I love I it. Think, I think Darby Allen gets what he needs to win, man. He really does. And I think this is the way to do it. And like you said, it's really interesting that Cody has stated that he's... There's some other name that he wasn't going to go by. Who, Cody? I can't... Yeah. Another, like... As, a nickname yeah, I mean, that he was going to use? I'm yeah. not, I, I missed what you said. Yeah. Oh, no, they were laid off the answer. Uh, Sean Rostap tweeted the it. The ace or the prince or any of that kind of shit? Like Knight Rider or something. Oh, Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider. That's his new nickname? Midnight Rider? I don't know Cody? what he said. Oh, interesting. He said. Huh. But um, someone said that's exactly what someone planning to be Midnight Rider would do. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if maybe Sting appoints him a new name. I don't know. Him and Sting are like BFFs. I don't know. Well, you're talking about Darby or Cody? I'm talking about Cody. Cody oh. really like Sting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'd am i be great with Sting coming into the company just for what it's worth. I, I, I actually thought that pre... Yeah. Pre pandemic, I was calling for, um, I was calling for Sting when Jericho started using a baseball bat more often. I thought that Sting was going to yeah. come in to help against the inner circle, but and I think that it, it could it could have been the plan. It, I honestly think, and this goes for all companies, whether it be Impact, WWE, AEW, whatever. I think there's a lot of cool ideas that they have not done because there hasn't been fans like that they had planned and they were like, we're going to push this until we can get people back. Um, and I think sting might've been, I'm just hype. I'm just, uh, speculating obviously, but like, I feel like sting would already be in AEW at this point if fans were there. Um, but now they're kind of at a point where it's kind of the point of no return. Some of the fans are coming back. Um, yeah, there was quite it, a few there at All Out, and I feel like there's going to be more at Full Gear. I feel like they're doing more capacity. Yeah, in Florida especially, they're really starting to open yeah, it up. Like Florida, you can have as many people as you want. So, I think the time is it's coming. I, it might it might be this weekend. Um, and honestly, like, if Sting's healthy, I'm up for him having one more match also. If, like, I'll throw that out there too. I don't think he... I know, he says he, says he can't, but... Yeah, it depends on how they do it, and and I wouldn't want him to risk his health. Like if it's if it's like one of those things where totally out there doing stuff. Yeah, true. Um. Yeah, the the thing with Sting that was so scary was that he almost got paralyzed in that last match he had with Seth Rollins. It was it was really uncomfortable to watch. But but he also wouldn't be out there taking buckle bombs in AEW. Like he'd be he'd be taking stuff that he has yeah. never had issue with. But but I also I don't know. It depends on his health and his safety and if he's comfortable with it or not. Um, I just kind of hated Sting going out on that on that note. It just it just left kind of a bad feeling in my in my stomach. I'm a big I'm a huge Sting fan. Yeah. Um, I need to I need to the baby's getting bigger. Yeah, the baby's getting bigger. What? Hi, guys. You want to eat this? Eat it? But that's the card. So that's it. A really good card. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll get the uh, I'll get the sponsors pulled up. 
if you want to yeah. tell everybody what to do. If you like what you see, okay. turn on your TV and do it. Zoom, 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 zoom. Hey, what, what should people do with our YouTube channel? Yeah, what should people do with our YouTube channel? Subscribe. Subscribe, and what else? Like up. Like up. Nailed it. Yeah. And don't forget to say my name, S-E-A-R-L-E-E-Y-B-C-K. Whoa, we we went off on a tangent. Awesome. So make sure if you do like what you see, make sure you do subscribe to the YouTube channel. We love our chat, our super chats. Thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe and like us. Yes. Bye. Not yet. We're not going to buy by <laughs> Almost. Uh, <laughs> and make sure to give this video a thumbs up because it does really help the algorithm out. It'll get more like-minded, amazing people in the chat, just like you. We seriously, we appreciate everyone so much. We love our chat. We love our no, we don't have zero. We have we have twelve right now. I, but that says zero. Yeah, she's looking at. Oh, there it goes. See now, it says twelve. She's looking at the analytics when we were live. I see analytics. So, somebody else got zero? Yeah, someone else. That was a mistake. So, please do give this video a thumbs up. Please do share it if you like it. If you like our chat, please tell other people about it. It really means a lot to us. It really does help us out, especially with the holiday season coming around. We do really need that ad revenue and the chat revenue more than ever. And so, it would be really nice. And we do love, we love our chat. Thank you so much, everyone, for being such a great distraction today. I hope everyone was able to kind of decompress a little bit from stuff going on. Obviously, it's not over. So, um, yeah, Stephen, take it away. Yes, thank you. Uh, let me start talking about WrestleRumble.com. They are the place to be for fantasy pick'em contests for professional wrestling. They have a belt giveaway right now, and there's also, I believe, there's going to be an actual uh, Survivor Series pick'em contest as well. So. Uh, stay up to date with all their stuff on WrestleRumble.com and on Twitter at WrestleRumble. Right now, you can jump on there for $1. They are giving away an AEW World Championship, an original NXT World Championship, an ECW World Championship, and a National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship. All four are like the, the, the I say the real deal replicas. Obviously, that's kind of an oxymoron, but the uh, they're like the replica titles that normally cost like three, 400 bucks. And hypothetically speaking... You could win all four of them for four dollars total, which is just awesome. And as I mentioned, I believe they're also going to be doing a pick 'em contest where you can pick the winners, losers. They'll have a separate prize list for that. Everything will be announced as far as the raffle on the Solomon Monsters YouTube live stream. So that's Solomon Monsters right there on the screen. S O L O M O N S T E R. Right after the show, what he does is he does a whole uh, review of the pay per view, and then towards the end of the show, he pulls up random.org. And all the names for everybody who's entered into the um, into the raffle gets put on the screen. He hits a button, and you see it right there in front of everyone. No tricks. It's very transparent how it all works. And uh, once again, for $1, four incredible title belts on the line. I, I, I would love any of those. Um, I would legitimately, like, these are four of my favorite World Championship belts ever. So really, really cool stuff. Um, so once again, check that out on WrestleRumble.com and stay up to date with all their contests at WrestleRumble. Also, shout out to Music City Toys and Collectibles. They have amazing deals on magazines, DVDs, autographs, 
anything you think of. Um, they're really nice people to do really fair business. Let's see what's new for them. Let's see what we got here. Um, so here's their latest thing three hours ago, calling all WWE card collectors. So going to be doing some uh, sales for these uh, WWE signed cards soon. Those are awesome if you're a collector. You just got a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of these WWE figures in. I mean, just all this good stuff. It, really easy to use. Just search for Music City Toys and Collectibles on all social media. And, uh, and like I said, they're really nice people. They give you a fair deal on anything you're looking for. And also, shout out to my brother Brian Jensen. He is a co-owner of Steel Boxing and Athletics, a gym out of Atlanta, Georgia. He works with Parkinson's Foundations and can help you reach your goals. Whether you're looking to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, um, learn how to box on a professional or amateur level, just self-defense, whatever it is. Whether you're a, a kid or you're elderly, and even if you have any kind of neurological issue, Brian is literally an expert in those fields. And he helps people with Parkinson's and similar neurological issue and stuff like that. He can help you in person in Atlanta, either at his gym, at your business, at your house, at a park, whatever works easiest for you in person. Or he can meet you online over a Zoom call or anything like that. No matter where you are in the world, he can help you out. See all these pictures on the screen, all the people. This is one of the boxers he trains. Uh, just some random people training in his gym. This is the Parkinson's Clash. Uh, they got a lot of really cool stuff going on there, and he helps a wide variety of people. You can follow him on Instagram at BoxingATL. That's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. And also his gym is at Steel Boxing and Athletics, and that's Steel with an E at the end. Uh, his co-owner's name is Christian Steel, spelt like that. It's S-T-E-E-L-E, -E, Boxing Athletics. So check all that out. Support him and the gym because they support the show. And if you hit him up on Instagram, just tell him, just like all of our sponsors, Tell them that you heard of them through me and Jesse, and I promise you get a really, really good deal on whatever you are trying to do. And also, for myself, you can follow me at FightTalk underscore, that's F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore on Twitter. I have an MMA um, video that comes out pretty often on all things MMA. Just had one come out about UFC tragedies, um, like personal tragedies. Pretty heavy video, but with a lot of good stuff. Um, I had a George St. Pierre video come out a couple weeks ago that y'all can check out. Once again, that's at All Things MMA on YouTube. I do a weekly MMA show on my Fight Talk podcast feed with my friend John Mosley, who is an independent wrestling commentator and ring announcer, who's also a huge MMA fan. Uh, we do that show every Monday, so check that out here on the feed. Twitter or Twitch is the same as Twitter, Fight Talk underscore. Fightful Select Weekend or Podcast, talking all things non-WWE and pretty much non-AEW, pretty much everything going on in the indies and Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, all that stuff. That's available on uh, FightfulSelect.com, part of the Fightful Patreon service. Um, I do other random things here and there. Should have another episode with Jamie Kilstein soon, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And just keep up to date on my Twitter because that's where I post everything. Jesse, what is going on with you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse the Buckeye. It's right and there. And you can find us on Instagram. Um, yes, but our Instagram is private. No, so, it's not. But if you want to, <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> it is private. Just, just no, it's yeah. It's yeah. really good. And um, we got to have. Yeah, we have ten people. Yay! Um, but I if you want to get see nice. more pictures, start to see my Instagram. 
If you want to see more of me, go to my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com. Go to OnlyFans, and then you Sure. And um, so that's I'm where you can... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure that exists on the site. But I'm we're... sure it yeah. But no, there's no... There's none of that. But there's some fun stuff. I need stuff. cash for my mommy because I'm going to buy some stuff. Yeah, so you really need to subscribe because we got to buy stuff. So, apparently. Yeah. So, if you could really subscribe to my OnlyFans and help support me and help me pay my bills, um, I would really appreciate and it. I love you. Bye. Aww. Hey, stop, 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 stop. Ah, I'll do that. Um, that would really help me out. So, sorry, can I, can you please be quiet? Just please, 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 please. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. It really help us out. Like, scarlet, scarlet. I'm going to call Sandra. No! Then I need to be quiet. I'm going to help you. I know you do. Just give me a minute, okay? <laughs> do have an elf so on the just, shelf yeah, that, elf. like, that watches her to make sure? Are we, yeah, we do. Scarlet, what did I say? What did I say? Make a bubble. Can you do it? Bubble. Ready? Three, two. How long can you keep it? You can't. Okay. But, um, yeah, so. I can't keep it that long. So, careful. So, um, YouTube and obviously my Twitter, that's where you're going to see me live tweeting, wrestling, and live tweeting Ohio State games. By the way, by the way, Ohio State has a night game on Saturday night against at 7.30, so I'm going to be a hot mess that night because not only do I have full gear, I also have... I have... Don't do that. I also have... I have full gear and I have Ohio State football, which I'm very serious about, so... Yes, yeah, sounds like me during... Because usually UFC and AEW are on at the same time, so... I know, I know the, I know the, I know the feeling. It's, it's exciting when you get to dual screen like that and you're into yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how the Rutgers game goes, because Rutgers is actually kind of here, and Greg Schiano was our former coordinator for Ohio State, so he does kind of know our game and everything, so it'll be really interesting. But I just don't think Rutgers um, has the recruitment power that Ohio State does. And it's a night game at home in Columbus. So I think I'm not going to. I'm not gonna do any predictions. I'm not gonna talk no, you know what? Because I cannot handle Ohio State losing. I I'm a mess. Like I, I'm not fun to watch those games with. Even my mom was like, Jessica, you're just so far. I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it's gonna be crazy. But I am sending out a photo set on all camps tonight. So if you if you want to subscribe to that, that would be really, 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 really kind of you. Or subscribe to the YouTube channel and keep watching me. And, uh, yeah, Twitter, follow me there. Um, oh, that's so silly. I never post anything political or anything like that, by the way. So, you won't ever see anything like that from me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, Everyone, stay safe and um, is not, and it keeps their anxiety in check. And I hope that we were able to be a good distraction. Stay healthy and take a bath every day. Take a bath. Take a bath every day in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um,. Uh, we'll probably be back early next week for y'all, uh, to do a review of this show, uh, sometime before Dynamite, probably on, like, Tuesday or something, usually is when we usually wind up on here. Um, we may also have Jamie Kilstein with us on that show, I'm gonna talk to him about that tomorrow, so we might have, a kind of a three-way review, we'll see how that goes, but, uh, but yeah, uh, that's gonna be it for today. We appreciate all the super chats, we appreciate the donations, and we appreciate all y'all just 
coming in here and hanging out. We, we really appreciate it. So as Jesse was saying, make sure to leave a thumbs up. It helps a lot. Make sure to subscribe. And we are going to be doing a giveaway for our subscribers. Just we're working on it. So it'll, 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 it'll yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot going on at the moment. Um, yeah. But we, we will have some cool stuff to give away for y'all um, soon because um, we were going to do that at 10,000 subscribers. We're almost at 11 now, which is awesome. Um, and uh, we want to reward y'all for, uh, for, for being loyal and, and, and yeah. checking this out. So, um, so yeah, that's going to do it. We'll see y'all early next week. Make sure you're following both of us on Twitter and subscribe because that's when you'll know when we're live because this we usually yeah. don't know till the day of.